I've been dreading this episode. Like I've been, no, that's not true. Um, we have put this episode off for like several weeks now because new stuff kept happening. In fact, I thought we were putting it off again today, but we're not. Uh, we are going to talk about the SATs, everyone's favorite uh, standardized test, which instills anxiety and fear in uh, teenagers. Especially if they're basically not rich. Like, I think <laughs> if your parents paid for you to take, like, a bunch of SAT prep courses and stuff, like, you're probably less anxious than, like, some rando <laughs> who goes into it blind and doesn't really know, like, what that's all about. I at least had the advantage of taking the PSAT. Like, I knew that was a thing. Um, also, man, when I was in high school, I could remember stuff. <laughs> it was great. So I was in a much better position <laughs> to do test taking than I would be, for example, now. I did pretty well on the SATs, especially for somebody who did no, <laughs> no preparation for it, other than a lifetime of reading lots and lots of books, like so many books. Um, yeah, pretty well. But, you got a perfect verbal score. <laughs> well, right. Uh, my math score is all right. Um, better than a lot of people who are definitely better than I am uh, at math, <laughs> or at least who've put a lot more effort into math than I have. Um, but I, I certainly did have the advantage of coming from a long line of white people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, so there's this whole thing about IQ and standardized testing and like proving that actually white people are smarter than everybody, um, which you can totally design a test to do. You can absolutely make a test that white people will do better on. Yeah, and not to go off the rails here, but this is why I don't participate in uh, unit tests while developing because you, like like the <laughs> SAT, you are testing that the test pass, not that the thing works. <laughs> As somebody who now has to write unit tests, I absolutely am. <laughs> <laughs> like, and in fact, I... Just today, I wrote some perfectly functional code, and then I, I, you know, checked in my changes, and the the C, the continuous integration build failed. And I'm like, what the hell? It turns out that there, what actually works will fail the tests because I don't know why, but I had to change it. <laughs> <laughs> it's functionally identical, but now the tests pass, so I guess we're all happier. Um, but yeah, I'm basically pouring water directly into the drain and remarking on what an effective drain I've built. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the idea of standardized testing, like you said, is long and problematic and <laughs> not just racist, but straight up eugenic by making a test that white people would pass. Right. And specifically, uh, white men. Which, you know, wasn't that hard to do when those were the only people you actually educated. Um, but ba- I mean, basically, and, and, and when you're designing a test to do something like that, it's super easy uh, to, to do it. I mean, it's not like <laughs> it's not like it was double blind or something. Right. They, it, it still isn't double blind. In fact, to, to this day, they write a bunch of test questions. Um, they and give them test, to, test questions. Right. They give them. <laughs> right. That's what I meant. <laughs> test, test questions. Of course, they're all test questions anyway. Um, and they give them to some kids and they see like, you know, who demographically answers them uh, and whether that conforms to the expectations. And I, I forget, it must have been a tweet at lost to the fogs of time, but 
if they find that a question is disproportionately answered correctly by black people, they will remove that question because it's clearly unfair. Uh, I'm guessing, I know for a fact, mm -hmm. that it doesn't go the other way. If a question is disproportionately answered correctly by white people and only white people, I guarantee you they leave that one in. Well, it's one of those things where, like, they have their prior metrics, which are um, garbage, but treated as gospel. So if the new test question matches the previous metrics, then <laughs> it's evaluated to be a good question. Right. That must be fair because it matches what we had before. Yeah, okay, but your test has been racist for its entire fucking history. So maybe you want to, <laughs> like, back down on that one. Like, We'll see if they changed it. Then all of the white people doing test prep would have prepped for the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it, like, today, it's this whole thing is going around um, about, well, if we... I, I guess Elizabeth Warren proposed just forgiving a bunch of student debt. And I'm like, that's fine. I've got some of that <laughs> that I wouldn't mind having forgiven. I've also paid off a bunch of my... I paid off my undergraduate debt. You know what I wouldn't be mad about? other people not having to do that no That's... jessica you have to pull up the ladder behind you i paid off my debt and everyone else should have to apparently which is <laughs> such a weird like such a like i'm so i'm just gonna economically speaking shoot myself in the foot because like and and baby boomers in in particular who are mad about this a they didn't have the kind of student debt that these kids do and b they want these kids to buy their stupid houses when they're ready to move to a retirement yeah. community and they can't they absolutely can't but anyway but that's like totally off track um but it's not <laughs> it's all connected all the problems it is. like you know so all the diversity problems we have in fields abroad um in addition to everything else there's still the feeder problem because some uh, areas that we have horrible disparities in require education, which means if you want to fix the problem, you know, there's a four year delay on being able to do anything about it. And it also comes back around to like, because <laughs> everything's terrible and everything's connected. So the way you get into a good college a lot of the time is by living in a rich school district. Um, and or having your parents pay hundreds of thousands of dollars mm. uh, in bribes. But um, so the the mostly women, for some reason, it seems like it's mostly women uh, involved in this, or at least us who's being prosecuted. Um, uh, they're getting like slaps on the wrist, but there are women who have intentionally or unintentionally, like knowingly or unknowingly, sent their children to the wrong school who've got meant like 12 years in prison for that for subverting for sending their child to a school that's like a mile away from the school they were supposed to send the kid to which is fucking outrageous like not only is that an absurd prison sentence for that that shouldn't be a crime right like it it's 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 bananas how we don't do official segregation anymore, but we've got to find a way to make sure our our kids only go to school with with other kids who are just like them. So we'll just do it geographically. Yeah, we literally, and, uh, we literally gerrymander the school districts. Right. To the same and degree we gerrymander congressional districts. And we've had redlining and mortgage discrimination for so many, like, basically ever since black people could buy property <laughs> at all, that it's like you're 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 pretty much guaranteed if if you're a person of color 
you're going to have a much harder time living, even if you're, you know, one of the quote unquote model minorities, like if you're Asian, you're still not as likely to live in the, you know, the gold standard school districts. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's amazing that the high school that's really near me that has its own fucking telescope, like not like like the kind that's in a no, building with a dome. Yes, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, I think it's like. 80 some percent white and maybe like 10 percent asian and 10 percent various other ethnicities which is pretty i i'm not sure that's uh first of all that's kind of ridiculous. um but i mean this is an area where the cheapest domicile you can possibly purchase would be probably a townhouse and it would probably set you back like six or seven hundred thousand um which is quite a lot of money uh but it's it's pretty I don't know. It's all very upsetting. <laughs> That's what this show is about. Things that are very upsetting. Um, yeah. And this is just dragging up just all the frustrations of my undergraduate career that weren't related to ADHD. <laughs> right. It's everything else, too. <laughs> yeah. So New Jersey has a unique problem in that Newark Airport is one of the more active international terminals and universities in the state that are literally a train ride away from that airport two I can think of, for example, one of which is an Ivy league and one which likes to pretend it's of that caliber. Mm. (laughs) Um, They like to fill their diversity quotas by stuffing a bunch of H one B students into their science and engineering programs. And putting all the local kids in, you know, everything else. So the universities as a whole, oh, you know, isn't this, you know, great diversity we have? You know, we're training all these international kids to be engineers and then sending them back to their countries. Meanwhile, there are no engineers in the U.S. Like we can't like do the next moonshot because we don't have anyone that can do it. Yeah. Um, that definitely happens at UCs also. Um, and a big part of that, of course, well, for that's a state the other school, coast next to a bunch of well, airports. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, these international students pay full price. <laughs> They're never going to pay uh, in-state tuition. Uh, and and state universities, because of funding cuts, um, let's not even get into Prop 13 in California, which was if you had specifically designed a policy <laughs> to defund the California the uni- California university system, you could have hardly have done a better job. Um, also discourage all kinds of of uh, mobility and anyway, anyway, <laughs> that's a whole other complaint. Um, they rely uh, state universities rely on admitting international and out of state students. For the money. <laughs> right. For the, well, just, just the completely arbitrary price hike that's put on that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, and of course, people who do live in state whose kids didn't get into these universities are rightfully suspicious. Like, did, did that student now, of course, it, I mean, there's never like my child's place at the University of California, Berkeley or whatever. Like, that's not a thing. But it, it seems legitimate to wonder, like. And grant and so there are like state limits and whatever and quotas and on you know you have to have this many <laughs> in state students but it still seems like you know kind of fishy um, and it gets even worse in graduate programs. 
Right. And it's, you know, you the fact that they're allowed to fulfill quotas university-wide. As, as an engineering undergrad, I saw the most upside-down diversity you could possibly imagine in the United States where um, not only were half of the students, but so across the entire engineering program, there was less than... Uh, 10% women. And hmm. when you broke that down into the majors, those were single digits of women. And doubling their total was white guys. And it's like, this is kind of weird. Like, we're, we're looking around in a classroom and it's like, me and, you know, the other six white guys. And we're like, this is different, right? <laughs> Yeah, I was in a I was in a CS class. It was the first one I ever took. Um and I think there were five women <laughs> in a class of I don't know, 25 or so. It was a, it was a relatively small class because it was a small liberal arts college. Um and and it was so bad uh that so there was a group project for the end. And I, being a terrible 20-year-old, <laughs> was so relieved when I didn't get stuck with the other girls. <laughs> like, huh. I was invited to a team with a couple of dudes who were pretty competent, although one of them was definitely not as competent. No, neither of them was as good as I was. I was definitely the best developer in that group. Um, <laughs> and and it was like an honor not to, not to be stuck with the other girls. And of course, there was a rumor that one of them, her boyfriend, was doing her homework like that's always a rumor about mm. any given woman in computer science uh which oh, so, is great so funny story with that uh so uh in the later years while i had uh, group projects and stuff because most of my classes were with the same exact people the group that i self-sorted into based on who my friends were was <laughs> um uh you know one of the uh you know four women in the program, um, uh, an in-state guy who I think was Egyptian, but, you know, American. Right. And, um, and, uh, the, the, the woman was, a uh, Pakistani in origin, but born in America. Um, mm. but anyway, um, her husband worked at Intel <laughs> during all of this mm. <laughs> and you know while the accusations were there i went over their place a couple times to like work on stuff and he basically didn't want to be bothered <laughs> with of our stupid not. homework he has a job that's like i would absolutely not help anybody with their homework with coding homework right now because like no i did that all day <laughs> and it wasn't even in an unfriendly way either because like he would, you know, love to talk about broader stuff because, you know, this was during the uh, uh, the, the start of Apple's Intel transition. And, you know, mm -hmm. there was all sorts of, uh, you know, stuff about that we'd be talking about. But, you know, OK, but how do we, uh, you know, reverse this link list? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go watch TV. Because that probably doesn't come up that often for him at, at, at Intel, like. That's a pretty solved problem at this point. You can just like get somebody's code for anyway. Yeah, the answer to how you do most uh, homework is uh, nobody cares. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you can look this uh, up. 
And it's so like I'm I'm in this women in tech group uh, on on it has a Facebook group and so many of the other women in it are like, wow, I've been really slacking on doing my uh, I forget what it's called. It's some bullshit where you do a bunch of like those stupid algorithms questions that they ask you uh, for <laughs> that you'll never ne- actually need to know. So homework. Um, Hacker noon or whatever. I don't even know. Some stupid shit like that. Adult homework. homework. And they, they like, they feel so guilty about not doing that. And I'm like, I have never done those and I'm never going to do those. Now, granted, I am coming at this from a position of privilege and that I've been in this industry for a bunch of years by now. And I did get pretty lucky, like, getting my first job and then having somebody believe in me and promote me to be, like, doing web development stuff and whatever. But, like, I would... A thousand times rather mm-hmm. all of these women just find someone to believe in them than have them like busting their asses doing this stupid shit, like stressing out about just the most asinine. <laughs> like it's it's of no it's of no real value to them. They're wasting their time, but not really, because in a lot of cases this may genuinely help them get a job. And like this this one woman posted this long thing about how she, you know how she got her first development job. And it was like an, it's like a a bananas amount of work she put into it. It was like a full-time job, just like doing all these practice programs and writing, you know, a million cover letters and applying to a million things. And she had spreadsheets for tracking and she was like networking online. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) that's horrible. And I bet like dudes don't try that hard. Like I know that that a lot of dudes do do those stupid programs, um, the the practice quizzy stupid things. But like, I bet they have a lot more leeway not to. Yeah, no, the uh, uh, recruiters come to me. Yeah, <laughs> although occasionally recruiters do come to me now that I have my new title, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is funny. Like I started Keyword this job. <laughs> I, I got this job two months ago. I'm not quite ready to leave yet. <laughs> I mean, I guess there are some jobs where that might have been the case. Um, none that I've ever had, but they exist like on Earth. <laughs> but this my my current job is not one of them. So yeah, the SATs. <laughs> they they were designed to uh, disenfranch not disenfranchise exactly, but shoot what is the word i got an 800 on the verbal section what's the opposite of benefit (laughs) to disbenefit (laughs) see i I definitely benefit is to (laughs) i was a lot smarter in high school um (laughs) to to specifically disadvantage women and men of color that's what they're for it's just one more program that we had in place to make sh- to keep everybody in their place right it goes back to the uh thing we talked about last week with uh you know with dr bowerman which is that even though like uh since we recorded the terrible white men concluded that oh yes she did work on this algorithm <laughs> <laughs> well gee that must be such a relief to her to hear that it you know it's again just the they're testing her because she dared to, you know, rise above her lane or whatever. Yeah, like, you know that that douchebag scientist who wore the, like, sexist Aloha shirt with, like, the boobies on it or whatever? I bet nobody was digging through his fucking publication record. Does he deserve to be on a stage wearing that shirt? I don't know. The internet doesn't know. They assume, yeah, 
Because, look, he's a man and he's wearing a sexist Mm T-shirt, which probably means he must be extra competent, because why else would you be such an asshole? (laughs) I mean, we we strayed pretty far from it, but it's not hard to see why, because it's just... just Everything everything is always connected. It really is. Because we just have these terrible things that snowball into other problems that... You know, you should have seen coming, and a lot of our topics are us screaming, remember the thing I told you so? Well, I told you so.